obviously a movie, a script has to be written before you can go out and start filming a, a movie. Is there something that that has to happen before that script? Are, are you thinking more in summary terms before you start writing a full screenplay? I think that it, it really depends on how much money you have. I mean, that's really what what any sort of art comes down to at the end of the day. Uh, you know, the more money you have, the more possibilities you have. So if you're, you know, an exec working for Disney trying to plot the next Star Wars trilogy, um, you know, cost is not a factor. And it's essentially as far as the imagination can go. When you are shooting weekends and overnights, um, and packing your own lunch and trying to, you know, make sure your gas tank is full and then go to work and not screw up because you're exhausted from shooting all day or whatever it is you did, it, you suddenly start making, if you're smart about it, you're, you're making lists in advance. Okay, I know somebody that owns a restaurant. Um, I'm sure that if I shot them a commercial, they would let me film in their restaurant. I know a person that's got a, a you know a junker car that maybe I can buy for a couple hundred dollars and we can blow it up and make that an elaborate set piece. You start making lists of people, places, things, all the nouns, and saying, what would I realistically be able to get? And once you compile that list you sort of write a story that encompasses as many things as possible. Because at the end of the day, if you are trying to make an independent film and you don't have movie star names on the poster, you have to find other ways to get the viewer's attention. And um, the worst thing that you can do is say, okay, I have no money, so I'm just going to shoot a 90 minute story with people sitting in a room or something like that. No one's going to care and no one's going to want to watch it. You have to find ways to add production value so that people will watch it. And at least that's the way that I work. Um, the story follows the sort of availability of items. Gotcha. Gotcha. The, so I have to admit, I, I have not seen roulette. Um, that's probably um, a good thing right now because it's, it's, really depressing and we all need we all need smiles right now. i had the privilege of seeing pieces of it as you were were working pre-production and it was i know for a fact that some of the stuff that i saw was beautiful it's interesting because when you work on an independent film um it can take a couple of years and that that doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to take a couple of years to film it um but by the time you've written it, you've cast it, and then you're shooting it during the time you have available. Then you edit it, and then you do all the sound work, and you do all the, the, the effects if that's what you need. And then you're trying to go to film festivals and get it around, and then you ink a deal with the distributor, and then it's nine months from there. You live with the film for a very long time. And at least for myself, nothing makes me happier than when I have seen my film officially released and can go, great, now I never need to watch it again. Because I've watched <laughs> it so many times over the past four years through working on it. And I had not watched Roulette un you know, since right before I started shooting the follow-up, Butterfly Kisses, and that was 2015. So when, just recently, I was like, you know, it's been five years, and that was such a gigantic chunk of my life 
I'd, I'd be interested in go back and revisiting it. And also, you know, just sort of looking at where my artistic and maybe emotional headspace was at that point in my life. And it was depressing. It was very, very depressing to watch because it's, it's a depressing movie. Um, and that's, that, that's not taking anything away from it. If you're into films about social issues, like, uh, you know, the effects of religion on families, abortion, um, suicide, alcoholism, disease, have at it, man. This is a, this is a smorgasbord for you. Um, but if you like to um, not end your day feeling like you need to drink an entire handle of whiskey, it might not be the film for you. Um, but I went back and I revisited. I was just like, wow, you know, that, that I, I think I made a very impressive first film considering I had no money. But man, this is a this is a tough movie to watch. How do people find you? How do people find Butterfly Kisses? How do they how do they keep in touch? Roulette, my first film, and Butterfly Kisses, my second film, are both available streaming for free if you have Amazon Prime. Um, it's also on Vudu, uh, Hulu, all the things that end with the ooh sound. Um, or you can buy the Blu-ray or the DVDs for either one through Amazon, Best Buy, Barnes & Noble, all those places. Uh, I also write film criticism for Any Cool News, so you can find me there. Uh, I write under the handle EKM. Those are my initials for Eric Christopher Myers. That's also how you'd find me on Twitter or on Facebook, EKM or EK Myers. Be sure to follow Eric Christopher Myers, EKM, on all of the social platforms. Also, please subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Be sure to email me feedback or suggestions to Pelham Place Show at gmail.com. Thanks again for listening and be safe.